Hey guys, what's up? It is Jasmine Quinones here. I forgot to introduce myself at the beginning of this episode, but just so you know, I am the host of For Creativity's Sake. I'm 25 years old, I'm based out of Austin, Texas, and I'm a filmmaker, photographer, and a musician. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode today. I think it's a good one, and I think I made some good points. So let me know and enjoy the episode. Hello, what's going on, everybody? Today we have another new episode of For Creativity's Sake. And today we actually don't have a guest. It's just going to be me talking today. So I hope you guys are interested in what I've got to say. But today I decided to do an episode about creating with limitations. And what I mean by that is is, is just creating work when you feel like you have certain restrictions and that that might be like oh my god I don't feel like I have the right environment or I don't feel like I have the right tools or the gear or the resources or I don't feel like I have the right people around me you know all of these things that we find to be limitations when we're going through a creative process and I kind of want to talk about how creating with limitations actually makes you a much better creative and a much better artist. And I truly, truly feel that way because um, creating with limitations teaches you a lot about not only how to create in the real world, but how to think outside of the box. And as creatives, as artists, we are, you know, naturally the fundamental thing about being a creative is, is problem solving. I think that some people forget that, (laughs) that, you know, being a creative person, you know, what comes with that is is problem solving. Um, so yeah, that's what today's episode is going to be about. It is, is going to be about creating with limitations and why I think that you guys should start creating with limitations. If you don't already have limitations imposed on you right now. Um, I think everyone feels as if they're always limited in some respect. Um, But I also think that it's really, really interesting to try to also put limitations on yourself willingly in order to step up your game as an artist and in order to kind of, you know, you know, step outside of the box and do a little problem solving. Because I don't think we, you know, I don't I don't think that we we search for for that difficultness sometimes. And, you know, Neil actually referenced this in his episode, the very first episode we dropped. If you didn't catch that episode you guys should really check out that episode. It's really, really cool. And Neil, you know, talks a lot about how, you know, part of being an artist is, is going through hardship, is going through obstacles. That's, that's kind of what makes someone, you know, kind of harness that, that innate ability to problem solve and to be, and to be an artist. So go listen to that episode. It's really, really cool. It does tie into this episode quite a bit. So if you haven't listened to episode one, go check out episode one folks don't really know what you're doing if you haven't listened to it um but yes so creating with limitations here we go guys so i know that a lot of us fall into the kind of pattern of um what's called shiny object syndrome um and for me you know shiny object syndrome is a big part of you know feeling restricted so shiny object object syndrome meaning you know, oh, we don't have the right gear, you know, and for someone who's coming from a video production, a video production uh, standpoint, so I, I'm a filmmaker, and that's my main hobby is video production and, f- and photography, 
you know, I, I'm always falling victim to shiny object syndrome. I'm like, I don't have the right gear. I don't have the right camera. I don't have the right lights. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. And, and, and for me, sometimes I really get into a hole of, I feel like I can't create what I want to create because I don't have these objects. I don't have these, um, this gear, or I don't have the right environment. I'm not in like a super beautiful place or I don't have the right people. I don't have help. I don't have a crew. You know, a lot of the time that, you know, a lot, blah, blah, blah. sorry guys stuttered a bit there. <laughs> a lot of the time people, and I've heard people come to me and say it too. Like, Hey, like, what do you suggest if I don't have this and this and this, should I upgrade or should I do this or should I do that? You know, I'm feeling stuck. And for me, you know, I think a lot of us as artists, we look at limitations and, and we kind of, you see that as like a sign of defeat. Like we're kind of like, Oh my God, like I don't have X, Y, Z money, or I don't have X, Y, Z gear. Like, Oh God, I don't know how I'm going to pull this off or I'm not going to be able to make something that's really awesome. Um, and I think that that's where that's, that's the disservice that we're doing to ourselves. You know, I think that a lot of us should really work on switching that mindset um, and looking at limitation as not, you know, a barrier, not an obstacle, but well, it is an obstacle, but looking at it more as a challenge, you know, an exciting challenge, a challenge that's going to help you as a creative learn how to make better artwork and learn how to problem solve. And I think that this, this skill helps you a lot in the real world. So if you are a if you're an artist or if you're a creative who is either already in the creative business industry, so if you run a business or if you're looking to do work for, for brands and things like that, this is a situation that you will face in the real world. Um, I think that a lot of people, myself included, when I kind of came into the freelance journey as a creative, when I was like, okay, I'm going to do this full time, I kind of had this like false picture in my head that you know, whenever I got to this level or whenever I got to, to this, um, whenever I got to work with this brand that I was going to have everything that I needed to create something that was super spectacular. You know, I was going to have the money. I was going to be working with people that had a budget. I was going to be working with, you know, really cool environments and really cool, awesome sets. And, and that just is not, that is not the reality a lot of the time, you know? So I, I think in the real world, when you're faced with, you know, when you are someone who's in the creative business, I think very rarely will you have everything that you ever want and need in order to get a project to look the way that you want it to look, you know, um, this is, you know, personally for me, I've, I've worked with brands who, who I've thought like, oh, this brand's going to have a big budget or they're going to have all the resources that I need to use. Like, this is going to be so sick. And then in reality, all these people that you might find yourself working with, they have, they bring limitations to the table. They're like, hey, we want this video and we want you to do this and we want you to have fun with it. But, you know, here's our budget. It's limited. Here's, you know, we don't have any gear to give you and we don't have a talent budget and we don't have models for you. And then you're just sitting here and you're like, dude, are you kidding me? You know, it's like I, I came to that realization super fast, you know, that that even as you progress in your career, you're always going to be in situations where there's going to be limitations. 
And that's why I think that learning how to work around those and learning how to problem solve is incredibly, incredibly important because it helps you in the real world as a person who's going to be creating not only for yourself, but for other people. And again, how can you accomplish something, you know, through the art of problem solving? I think that's what it really, really comes down to. Um, actually referencing Neil again. I feel like everyone's always referencing Neil in these uh, episodes that we've done so far. But yeah, Neil is a friend of mine. He's a film instructor. He actually sent me, you know, a little quote this morning when I told him I was going to do this episode. He, he said his one of his favorite quotes is restrictions force creativity. And I cannot agree more with that. I think that's why a lot of the times if you are taking a film class or a film course or even online you see people do it all the time you know there are creators online who are posting these challenges and it's like and all these challenges are challenges because they impose a restriction on you and they're really really fun to do so I know that um there are some people who in the online filmmaking community who who post like challenges and they're like hey guys try to create this scene or try to do this but you know you can only you know, you can only use yourself or you can't put yourself in the video or you, or you can't do this, or you can't do that. And those, those restrictions are what makes challenges fun. And, and that's what forces creativity on people is when you don't have all the resources that you need. Or if, if there's a challenge, if there's an obstacle, I think about this a lot as my journey as a, as a filmmaker. I mean, I, I think that this, this whole notion can apply to whatever you, you do. So no matter if you're a filmmaker, if you're a photographer, if you're a musician, if you're a designer, if you're a painter, if you do any type of creative anything, I think that limiting yourself or embracing limitation is something that's incredibly, incredibly important no matter what you do. Um, and I'm speaking from, from my perspective as a filmmaker, I think that this is something that a lot of filmmakers should do. But, you know, when I started my journey, you know, I was, I didn't have anything. I didn't have any resources to buy, to buy gear. You know, some of my first videos that I made were, were on an old, like a super old, like point and shoot camera from the early two thousands. And that was all that I had to make. Like, I don't even think it did slow motion. It did nothing, you know, but since I was, I was so young and I, and I, I was so excited to create something that I didn't really think too much about the limitation of, of, shooting with a point and shoot camera, um, which I think forced me to, to be more creative. It really did force me to like, okay, what shots can I get with this camera? What stories can I tell with the limitations that I have? I can't rely on slow-mo. I can't rely on a really nice picture quality. I can't rely on this. I can't rely on that. And that was, I think that was a super cool way to be introduced to filmmaking. And I think that's how everyone should be introduced to filmmaking is having to freaking struggle. You know, I think that a lot of people that get started nowadays, especially like, you know, little baby videographers or photographers or, you know, again, if you're a musician or a painter, this can also apply. But I think that it's it's when you're starting out, not having enough resources is a good thing, you know. And, you know, when I first started out, I didn't have all the resources that I need to have. And I think as I progressed and as I got a little bit better, I did start to get frustrated with my lack of resources. So I think that once you start progressing, you do start to feel incredibly limited by what you have. Um, you know, when I was, when I was starting out, I also like the first camera that I did buy was actually a GoPro. And as you know, like a GoPro, a GoPro is pretty limiting in what, I mean, it's, it's, 
a GoPro is very specific. So it's like a GoPro, you can get super, super creative shots that you can't get with any other camera, but a GoPro also has its limitations. You know, for what I was wanting to film, a GoPro was really, really difficult to work with because I couldn't change the lens. I only had a wide angle lens. I couldn't even see what I was filming. I had like a Hero 4 Black. So this is like, what, five generations of GoPro ago? Um, And the Hero 4 Black didn't have a screen on it. So I was literally filming blind and I made some of like, I think some of my most fun videos, you know, I would go and I would run around with that GoPro and I could not see what I was filming. But at the end of the day, I look back at those projects and I'm like, holy crap, like I created an entire video that was actually pretty well shot and pretty well put together, given that I shot it completely blind, you know, and I think that that is what's so impressive you know it is it is super super impressive to to know that someone created something with so little so you know a lot of people get hung up on the question of you know does gear matter do tools matter i need this camera i need 4k i need this tool i need this new software i need this expensive microphone you know everyone gets caught up in like quality 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 that a lot of people especially now when they're starting out because all these high quality cameras and microphones and and all these tools they're they're available to to people at such a lower price now than they used to be because back in the back in the day I'm acting as if I was you know alive back in the day I'm only 25 so I'm also a part of this but you know, a lot of people now are, are growing up and, and getting into the realm of creative business when technology and the price, the prices of getting all these softwares is that is the lowest that it's ever been. You know, it's still expensive, but it's the lowest it's ever been. So the cost of entry right now is really, really low. So that's why people are always so hung up on buying these cameras that have really, really nice specs and really, really nice quality. And they don't really focus on you know the things that actually matter they don't they don't care to learn about the the things that make your you know your your creative abilities better you know they don't think about composition they don't think about lighting they don't think about xyz they just are like oh my god i want this camera because it shoots 4k and when i get this camera i expect my shit to look so freaking good it's gonna be stupid and i was also like that so after i graduated from getting a gopro I actually ended up buying a Sony A7S II because I was like, I need a nice camera. I need this like super expensive camera, you know, because that's what's going to take my my filmmaking to the next level. And I got the Sony A7S II, which is a really, really nice camera. I still use it to this day. And, you know, I was able to produce something with really nice picture quality. But at the end of the day, that didn't help me in any other area of of, you know, storytelling and filmmaking and making something that was impactful. Um, so I think if you're talking about the question, you know, does gear matter? Is gear important? Is, is the resources and the tools you have, does that matter? I think it matters in a technical aspect, but the gear and the resources that you have shouldn't matter in the ability to make something that is impactful and expressive. And I think that's where a lot of people get hung up is that they think that if they upgrade to XYZ 
tools or XYZ gear or this computer or this software or this microphone that their ability to make something that is impactful and impressive is going to go up. And I just, that's not the case. You know what I mean? Because yes, the quality can be there. The quality of what you're producing can be there. But at the end of the day, everyone's producing stuff that has quality now. You know what I mean? Like everyone, you can, you can get a 4k image on your phone now. I know it's not the same as getting it on a, on an actual camera, but people can produce quality very easily nowadays. And I think what's going to set people apart is not the quality. I mean, this has always been the case, but it's not the quality of what you produce. It's, it's the impact of what you produce, you know? And that's why I think that, you know, putting limitations on yourself. So, you know, try filming something with your, with your iPhone or try filming something, you know, and don't use a gimbal, just use a tripod, try to film something with a tripod. That'll force you to rely on other important aspects of filmmaking. You know, if I record something with a tripod, I no longer can rely on movement, you know, for the most part. So now what do I rely on? Okay. Now that I'm not using a gimbal to just move the camera around constantly and provide movement. Now I feel like I got to think more about composition and composition is always important, but I think people just don't, people don't really think about composition because they're like, I'm shooting 4k on my Sony a seven three and I'm using a gimbal and it's just going to look great no matter what. And a lot of people don't stop to really think about what it is that they're producing. You know, what are you making? What, like, how are you, how are you composing it? How are you exposing it? How are you, um, you know, what are you doing to tell a story? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that limiting yourself in that regard, uh, taking away a, a tool that you have, it, you know, is, I think that that's a really, really powerful way to force you to think about other things that'll make your piece stronger. And then the, at the end of the day, I think that, you know, if I forced myself right now to film a video and only use a tripod, just only use static shots, I guarantee you that that video is probably going to be something that I'm more proud of than any other video that I've made. That's got, you know, cool flashy effects or this cool drone shot or this cool gimbal shot, because in reality, those things start to become a crutch. I feel like, you know, all this expensive gear, all these quality lenses, it starts to become a crutch. And I feel like people get super hyper-focused on the quality versus you know, the actual quality, which is like the substance. What are you saying? What are you doing? You know, how are you saying something in your own voice? Um, and you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy to me because it's like, I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, over the past few days and you know, we are living through a time right now. I mean, at the time that I'm recording this, we are currently in the midst of a, you know, the nationwide quarantine and, I think what's interesting about that is that is a, is that is a limitation in itself. A lot of people right now, especially creatives are struggling. A lot of creatives, you know, can't go out. And if you're a photographer or a videographer, you know, you can't go out and like shoot with people for the most part. Um, you can't do things the same way that you were doing them before. And I think that that limitation in itself has frozen a lot of people, but it has also 
pushed a lot of people to start making more unique work. And I think that that is the biggest, you know, that is the most important thing is nowadays you can scroll and scroll and scroll for days and you're seeing the same type of stuff over and over and over again. You know, people are flying to the prettiest places in the world and they're shooting with the most beautiful people they can find. And, you know, reference to episode one, you know, there's no hardship in that. There, there's no obstacles. Like what, what obstacles are you facing in order to create a beautiful image? Not many, you know, so that's the, the good shit comes from hardship. The good shit comes from obstacles and unique work. I think comes from limiting yourself. It's from embracing limitation and, you know, having restrictions force your creativity. So I think that, you know, the most powerful work that we're seeing now coming out, the work that's surprising people or, or impressing people, you know, is coming from the fact that people know that there was a struggle to it. So if you do something super amazing, if you produce something that's super cool, you know, from your living room, that automatically ups the, that ups the ante of it. You know what I mean? Like people are like, Oh my God, like that's even, that's way more impressive. You know, it's, it's way more impressive when people, you know, do a crazy cool photo shoot or do a really, really impressive video from their freaking box of a living room or their like super small studio apartment. You know, that impresses people more because people know that there was a struggle to it. There was an obstacle behind it. This person didn't have all the resources to make this, this piece of work, yet they put out an amazing piece of work, you know? And, and that is always more impressive to me, at least. That is always more impressive than the person who's got all the gear in the world, all the setups, all the, all the resources, all the tools, all the people, all the crew. Like, obviously, like, that's going to come out well, actually not obviously <laughs> because sometimes that doesn't even come out good. But I mean, that's not impressive to me. You know what I mean? When people create all this craziness, you know, all this, all this crazy, awesome work with all the resources in the world. Yeah. I give them props like, you know, well done job. That's amazing. That's great. I will give you credit where it's due, but it is a lot more impressive when people, when you see a really, really awesome body of work, whether that be a song or a, you know, or a video or a photo shoot or a, a, a design piece, those are all way much more impressive when you know that there was an obstacle that was faced in the creative process in in the making of that work. Um, so I don't know, guys, I, I think that, you know, the ways that people are going to be unique moving forward is to apply these limitations on yourself. So I think that right now is one of the best times to challenge yourself. I think that right now during quarantine, when everyone is really, really feeling the, the kind of the stressfulness of being cooped up in one place and, and cooped up with the same people, you know, people are feeling that right now. And I think that a thing that a lot of creators nowadays are not are not doing enough of is putting themselves into their work. You know, who are you? What story are you living? You are a person who has your own unique story and your own unique viewpoint of things. And I feel like 
nowadays, since we've got social media and we've got all these tools and all these resources, people are getting all the most expensive gear. They're getting all the software. They're getting all of this and all of that. And everyone's work is looking the same. It looks all the same, you know? So I think right now is a really, really dope time to kind of embrace and spend some time with yourself um, and kind of get rid of the notion that, you know, you need to travel far and wide and you need to, you need to capture someone else's story and you need to go here and you need to go there in order to create something that's compelling, you know, because that's a, that's, that's just wrong. That's totally wrong. You know, you are living your own story right now. So find a way to capture it. You know, a lot of people think that their own lives and their own voices are boring. And I, I myself, am inc totally included in that. You know, I think that a lot of times I'm like, why would people care about me? Why would people care about what I have to say or my life or, or what I'm going through? And the reality is that all the most amazing work that you see comes from a place of like, oh shit, like that person really put themselves in a vulnerable position to make that. Or that person really told their story or that person really made me think about, you know, their viewpoint because it was theirs. It was more unique you know, and I think that we always, we're always sitting here, you know, just looking, we're always looking to other places and we're relying on a bunch of other extraneous BS in order to get ourselves to create. And, you know, I, I really think that the most unique thing that you can do is, is make work about yourself, make work about yourself, limit yourself, limit your tools, limit your resources. And I guarantee you that you will make some shit that is way better than anything that you've ever made before you know and I think that a lot of people are you know are a scared to do that and b again are just caught in this vortex of like I need xyz equipment to create something that's really pretty or to create something that I saw on social media that was really really dope and i you know, I, this is a reminder to myself as well, because I get caught in this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that I have it figured out. Like I get caught in this vortex all the time. I'm constantly looking and scrolling on social media and, and just seeing all this stuff and being like, Oh my God, I could create that commercial if I only had this camera or I could create that, that video. Oh, but damn, I just like, I don't have any lights. So it's going to look like trash and no one's going to care. And it's going to be stupid and it's not going to be good. And it's like, dude, that is so far from freaking true. And it's like, I've had to realize that the last few, you know, the last few weeks, I've had a lot of time to think in quarantine and, you know, it's a reminder to myself, but it is also a reminder to all of you guys that, you know, when you are forced to create with limitation, it's definitely incredibly frustrating, but at the end of the day, it will make you a better creator it'll make you a better artist and it'll prepare you for future situations because a lot of people still think that the farther they get, the less obstacles that they will face. And I truly believe that no matter where you are in your journey, no matter how much money you're making, no matter how much success you find, you're always going to find an obstacle. There's always going to be something that's, that's limiting you, you know, but you, but I think the thing about limitations is you can't view it as a limitation as a creative, we have to see that limitation. We have to view it as a challenge instead, you know, view it as a challenge, view it as a way to 
expand the way that you make something. I think a lot of us get super, super comfortable in the way that we're shooting. They, we get super, super comfortable in our own process, which is, which is great for efficiency. But if you want to grow, if you truly want to become better at what you do, if you want to truly create unique work, you got to do things a little differently. And a lot of the times that means switching up the process. And a lot of the times that means making it harder for yourself instead of easier. And I think that that's what's going to make your work different. That's what's going to make your work stand out. So, you know, during this time and during, during all this quarantine time and during, during all this madness, I, I challenge you guys. And even, even when we're out of this, even when we're, we're out of this, this, you know, whole pandemic, I still challenge you guys to go spend time with yourself, embrace the limitation or create a limitation for yourself. Literally tell yourself, Hey, I'm going to do this project, but I'm going to do it without the crutch of this software, or I'm going to do it without the crutch of this piece of gear, or I'm going to do it without this and see what you come up with, you know? And I think that this is also a great way to get out of a creative rut because I know that a lot of people, you know, find themselves in instances where they feel uninspired and they feel like they're like, I can't create anything. I can't do anything. Nothing's, nothing's going right. I'm not making anything that's cool and new and refreshing. And I think a lot of the times to get yourself out of that creative rut and to get yourself out of that kind of blah mentality of like, I'm making the same thing over and over and over again, or, or nothing's resonating, nothing's relating. I'm not fulfilled. I feel empty. Go restrict yourself. Go give yourself your own little challenge. Take something away and see what you come up with. And, you know, I think you'll definitely be surprised at what you're capable of producing. And, you know, it might lead you to find a style or a direction in your work that you might not have even seen before, you know? So taking, taking a new perspective on things is definitely a way to, you know, just make yourself better, make yourself better guys, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to listen back to this episode, you know, when I'm feeling like this too, because at the end of the day, yes, there are, there are certain times where, where tools and resources and your environment definitely matter in, in the art of, of telling your story in the art of telling other people's stories. But at the end of the day, I do not think that you should sit here and wallow and be miserable because, you know, or be frustrated with your own work because you don't have this piece of gear or you don't have this lens or whatever, you know, just go out there and figure out a way to make it work because that's, what's going to make you more creative. That's, what's going to make you better. And that's, what's going to make you stand out. And when you get jobs, if you're looking to get jobs in the creative industry, that's, what's going to set you apart from all these other, all these other people who are out here doing it. You know, your ability to problem solve, your ability to, to figure out a way to get yourself out of a situation or to accomplish something when something goes wrong, because that will happen, you know, that will happen to you in the future. You know, you'll show up somewhere, you're, you're going to try to be doing a project for someone, or you're going to try to do a project for yourself and you will run into something that just doesn't go your way. And when it doesn't go your way, you know, you have to learn how to kind of think on, you know, think on the dime. Is that a, is that a phrase? Think on the dime. I don't know if that's a phrase, but I, I think, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about though, but you know, it really, really, I think it's a really, really important and valuable skill. And I think that's, you know, everyone should practice it, you know? So, so even, even if you're finding yourself 
in a really comfortable spot, I think that's when you need to go and take yourself back out of your comfort zone because inevitably you are going to get better and that's how you're going to grow. And that's how you might be able to get yourself out of a rut. So freaking go out there and do it guys. (laughs) I think that's going to be it for this episode today. I wanted to keep this one short, but I wanted you guys to hear a little bit from me, you know, without a guest on here, because I really want to talk to you and I really want to, I want you guys to get to know me as well, because I struggle with a lot of the same things that everyone is struggling with. And I think that that's, that's what makes the creative community that that's where we can all bond. And that's where we can all help each other out is knowing that all of us, even if we seem like we're successful and even if we seem like we're killing it, like we're all struggling with something. And I think a lot of us share the same struggles and the same pain and the same, you know, the same spots where we're just like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to do next. And you know, that's why I want to get on here and that's why I'm doing this podcast and, and talking to you guys. But I, you know, I definitely want you guys to get a better sense of who I am since, you know, I'm hosting this and I want you guys to know that this is, this is stuff that I need to remind myself of too. And I'm here to remind you guys of it as well that, you know, go out there, create with limitation. It'll wholeheartedly make you better. And don't think that you're ever going to reach a point where you're not going to face limitation because if you are at a point where you're not facing limitation I guarantee you your work will suffer it'll show like it'll just be too easy nothing in life is that easy it's not meant to be easy but there is relatability in the struggle there always will be relatability in the struggle and that's how you're going to resonate with an audience that's how you're going to resonate with more people and that is what art is all about It's just freaking resonating with people. It's just telling your own story and getting yourself out there and being vulnerable. And that's why I love art. And that's why I'm here talking about it. And I hope you guys found some value in this episode. But again, going to keep it short for you guys here. But yeah, I challenge you guys all. This is a challenge. If you go out there and you create something um, and if you put a limitation on yourself, please tag me. Tag uh, at for creativity's sake. Um, that is our Instagram page. So if you, if you go out there and you take this challenge, no matter what it is, if you just force yourself to, to create something in a completely different way, or if you just change a little bit of your creative process, just let me know, shoot me a message. Um, and I want to hear all about it. So go forth, go forth, my little creative homies. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm out.